0: The following interview originally aired on KPOV 88.9 on the Tuesday Point. You can listen to The Point on KPOV each weekday at 9 a.m. on 88.9 FM in Central Oregon and kpov.org. We have someone here with us today who is making it possible for all kinds of people around Central Oregon to enjoy the sunshine in a variety of different ways, a variety of different uh, activities. Uh, And with us is Pat Adabo from uh, Oregon Adaptive Sports. We're going to be talking about their work, all the great things they do, and also the Big Stock Fundraiser coming up in September with Bob Weir. So, Pat, welcome to The Point. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's really great to be here. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, it's really, really a pleasure having you. Uh, it's the kind of thing we love to do, introduce our community to all the great people helping out and doing things. So, can you tell
1: us, just starting out kind of broadly, what is Oregon Adaptive Sports? Oregon Adaptive Sports is a nonprofit based here in Bend, Oregon. We've been around for 25 years. We celebrated our 25th birthday last December. And exactly as you said, Bruce, our goal is to increase access to the outdoors for people with disabilities. So we started as an organization, a group of volunteers that noticed when the school groups were coming up to Mount Bachelor, the students with disabilities were staying inside and they weren't able to enjoy the mountains. And The things that we all love so much about Central Oregon. So they uh, teamed up, put some resources together, and started getting those kids out on the snow. Flash forward two and a half decades, we now offer year-round programming. We have great partnerships with Mount Bachelor and at Hoodoo. So we offer lessons seven days a week at Mount Bachelor, four days a week at Hoodoo. We did a thousand lessons this winter between the two mountains. And in the summer, we are rocking and rolling on the trails, on the bike paths. We have a huge biking and uh, cycling and mountain biking program. We also do some hiking, paddle sports, uh, an occasional golf program. Really everything that we all love about outdoor recreation in Central Oregon, we are uh, providing the tools and resources to allow people with disabilities to access those same activities.
0: All right, that sounds
1: great. We're going to get into a little more detail about that in a minute, but can you tell
0: us, Pat, Oh, uh, tell us about your background and what inspired you to get
1: involved with this work. You know, I grew up a, a pretty normal life. I, I'm a cisgendered white male. I grew up in the D.C. area in the suburbs. And uh, I became exposed to the outdoors as a kid growing up. And it was transformative for me. And something I realized that I've passionately believe in is the transformative and healing powers of the outdoor. So that's something that's one of our organizational values. Uh, fortunately, I was able to pursue that passion with a degree in outdoor leadership as my undergraduate degree. And through that and through some amazing mentors in my undergraduate college and uh, Warren Wilson in Asheville, North Carolina, I discovered uh, the adaptive side of the industry. So serving people with disabilities and Ropes course programming, uh, mountain biking, things like that. Uh, back in the early 2000s, and um, that really just set me on the path. You know, uh, I was I got an internship right out of college with an organization outside of D.C. Got to meet people all across the country doing this type of work, uh, and I just I passionately believe in it, and that we all should have that same access. So it's really just a, a personal and professional drive to continue to make it more and more accessible for all people to get outdoors like to have to basically have the same opportunities that I was presented as a kid
2: and and I think these days it's important because I think so many young people are not getting that much out at outdoor activity and most certainly people that are disadvantaged it's difficult
1: It, it can be yeah you know and many of the barriers that our athletes face are not because of their disability it's because of things that have been designed and so you know, again, growing up for me as a kid, it was super easy. I could, I had plenty of opportunities, plenty of camps, plenty of programs to sign up for. They were designed for, for me. Um, but for someone with a disability, you know, they they may need a super specialized and expensive piece of equipment that allows them to get outdoors. We provide access to over – we now have over $300,000 of adaptive sports equipment, things like sit skis, adaptive mountain bikes. And these things cost – upwards of $15,000 each. Uh, So that's not something that your average person or family can afford, but fortunately through fundraisers like we have coming up and grants and things like that, we're able to to buy that gear, maintain it, and then ultimately teach people how to use it. Uh, The other big thing too is uh, a lot of times people with different abilities, uh, whether it's a physical disability or a cognitive disability, they really need specialized one-on-one instruction. you just aren't going to have a great experience if you go up to Mount Bachelor and we're trying to take a sit ski lesson in the middle of a group stand-up ski lesson, it's mm-hmm. just not going to work. And that's, right. uh, it takes some physical, you know, actually those lessons take two or three of our, uh, personnel to support, uh, it takes the physical support, but it, there's also some very specialized instruction. So really those are the two biggest things we provide is access to the gear. So hand cycles, tandem bikes, sit skis, snow sliders, and that's professional, specialized instruction. We spend hundreds of hours training every year. We have a full-time employee who her whole job is dedicated to training and educating our staff and volunteers. And we think those are the two biggest key resources to give people access to. And it takes a lot of work. And that's what's key to give people that access.
2: Amen. I was going to say I- <clears throat> Worked in the fitness industry and I had a, an opportunity to teach people how to use the Nordic Track ski machine. Yeah. And these were perfectly healthy people mm-hmm. and they struggled.
1: Yeah, it's hard. A lot of these sports are hard. You know, skiing, mountain biking, they're fairly inaccessible sports in general. They're expensive, they're complicated, especially to learn as an adult, which, you know, some people do. It's hard, it's scary. Uh, and then you add in some of these other uh challenges or or barriers that may exist and yeah it can seem impossible to some
2: folks which is yeah. good that that you know and like I say I think the ability to teach somebody conceptually it, it has to be an important part of that you have to come down to their level I would imagine as an instructor
1: yeah every every single lesson is different you know and that's that's actually what drew me to this side of the work, uh, initially, you know, I had worked in more mainstream type outdoor programs and they're great, but I got a little, uh, tired of the routine and the fact that every person that that comes, walks, rolls, however, comes through our doors, they need that specialized one-on-one support. And, uh, it, it, it's really exciting, you know, as the instructor or volunteer, you really get to know your athlete your participant on a really personal level and it becomes a team effort to to make
2: that experience successful i think we all enjoy seeing the light come on
1: that's the moment it, we yeah the magic you know our, our saying at, at oas is best day ever and it could mm. be pouring rain and you're skiing laps on marshmallow <laughs> and off a sunrise at bachelor and those are the days where be best day ever because something clicked and you just had that magic moment yeah All right, that's great. And so I want to get
0: back into into that. Of course, I know you, but you you talked about all the equipment, and you have staff, and and all of that is pretty expensive. You do have a fundraiser coming up, and uh, would you like to tell everybody about that, when and where, and how they can how they can get involved with that? And we'll get back to some of the other uh, stories and stuff about the the folks you work with.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We. We are very good at being a nonprofit in the sense that <laughs> the work that we do, the services we provide, we, we do our best to give them away. Over 90, really, it's, I think it's over 95% of our revenue comes from fundraising now. So it, it's year-round efforts of grant writing events. And we're really excited that our some of our dearest supporters and friends have uh, brought Big Stock back. So it'll be coming back this September, September 10th at one of our favorite places on earth at Hoodoo, and with the amazing Bob Weir of all people come to play to benefit our mission and the work that we do. So, Kendall Cook, uh, Brett Gingle, Leanne Scholes, JJ Jones, these are four of our uh, longest time, biggest supporters, and they are actually the ones organizing this event. Uh, they've been working on, I think, getting Bob Weir to come to Central Oregon for years and years, and, and this is the year that it's going to happen. Uh, tickets are on sale. They're $120. That, that includes, I, I think the day before, or two days before, Bob Weir is playing some sold-out stadium. And so if you come mm-hmm. to this, you're going to see him with a much smaller, more intimate venue. So you're getting a lot of value there. And remember, a lot of that money is coming right back to our programs to help buy our gear and support our staff. Uh, bigstockfundraiser.org is the best place to go for all the information about if you want to camp, uh, what opportunities exist to stay up there at Hoodoo, how kind of the logistics are going to work. Um, but it's it's going to be a whole afternoon with, with one of the most famous musicians of all time playing to benefit our our grassroots organization right here in Bend. So that must feel great, it's <laughs> <Right>? a-
0: <laughs> he, he's committed to your mission, yeah.
1: It's amazing, yeah. I was talking to Kendall uh, last week, and, and he said that oas is the reason why he's doing this uh this event and and kendall is one of our founding members he he was one of those volunteers 25 years ago that was uh pulling things out of his garage and and making it happen and and he's still doing everything he can to help grow our mission including connecting us to some of these these amazing people and and dr brett gingold who, who that's where big stock started is in brett's backyard and uh Fred has just been amazing for OAS. He, he's raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for us over the years through all of these events. Uh, I think this is the the thirteenth time a big stock has existed. Um, we, of course, we missed COVID last two years. Sure, yeah. um, but a lot of people, you know, they they immediately associate big stock with OAS, and and it's done it's done wonders for our mission to to just help us continue to increase access to those opportunities. All right, that's great. So
0: bigstockfundraiser.org uh, for more information. And that's September, what's that, Ian? September 10th is Sep- a Saturday. Yeah. All right, September 10th at Hoodoo, Bob Weir. So that's, uh, yeah, that's an exciting, exciting, uh, exciting opportunity. And so uh, you, you talked about a minute ago about that, uh, the magic moment. Right, best day ever. Do you have um, any favorite uh, stories or two? You don't have to use names if you don't want to, but just a couple of of examples of that of that
2: that stand out for
1: you. Yeah, you know, we could be here all day if I if you had the time. <laughs> right?
2: um, Are you saying you found your work rewarding? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's amazing. It's it's hard sometimes, but, but yeah, it is it is rewarding. Uh, I, you know, most recently, one of the last couple days. Uh, Of the ski season I got to ski with a woman Who came up from Northern California She is a lifelong Ultra endurance athlete Has set records In Ironmans And done amazing things And and, uh, she unfortunately uh, Was injured While riding her bike She was hit by a car And suffered a a Cervical level Spinal cord injury So she's What they call An incomplete quad Which means she has Impairment to all Four of her limbs But uh, she can still walk uh, With assistance if different types of mobility devices. But that's who she was, right? Or she is, excuse me. That defines her as being an athlete. And and this woman is an athlete. And um, she came up to ski with us at the end of March and got to try out our brand new snow cart sit ski, which is a, a totally innovative uh, type of equipment made in France. It cost $10,000. We purchased it with the support of some grant funds. From local foundations, and uh, she was actually our first athlete to ski in it. And we got her in this ski, and uh, it was one of those magic moments where she she got in. First couple runs were you know a little tough, like a little bit of developing some muscle memory, and then it clicked. And we were skiing on that our favorite run, Marshmallow, uh, and all of a sudden uh, we went from me and my program director Leah, who was skiing with me providing a ton of assistance to it just all clicked and she got it and she became instantly independent on the snow. So a lot of times athletes like that, were having to provide a lot of manual input, tethering, bucketing, things like that. And she just, on her third run was instantly skiing completely on her own. And the grin and the smile on her face, I mean, it was just beaming all across the mountain. And I have this great quote from her that she sent after the, the, uh, the fact she wrote us an email that night and just said it was the first time since her injury that she felt free, and we and we try to be really uh, careful about the the language and things that we use for uh, because what we're doing is is providing access to those moments and and I think I like to bring that back to the same feeling that I have when I ski. You feel free. There's something about moving through the mountains, sliding on snow. It's magic, and everybody should have that experience. And because the combination of this state of the art piece of equipment, the instruction and training that Leah and I had been through to teach her to use that equipment, we gave her that access. It wasn't necessarily freedom from a disability or anything like that. It was just—it's that same feeling that we all have, and and she was given that opportunity. And uh, that, to me, is what it's all about—is all the things that we love about the outdoors, the the moments that you have, whether you're sitting somewhere taking in a view or catching that rush of adrenaline or uh just enjoying some time with family and friends. Everybody should have that access and, and man, that was one of those moments and it just it, it that will stick with me for a while for sure.
2: Priceless. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely priceless.
0: Yeah, that that is. That that's truly amazing. And and you said that opportunity was created for her. And I just want to say like, you created that opportunity for her. I, a small part. <laughs> oh, you know, no, I yeah, know not yeah, just you, yeah. but, but like you and, and your whole group.
1: So, I, yeah. And of course you. she
0: created it for herself. I Absolutely. Get that too, yeah. Like you her empowered her.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, we, we, every person that participates with us, we, we call them athletes and, mm. And this woman, I mean, she is an athlete, and she helped me end up planning a bike trip for my wife and I in the spring because we were going down to North, Northern California and all this stuff. And and uh, being an athlete feels good, you know. And and uh, that's something that improves your health, your mental health, your physical health. It's uh, that's that's what we're trying to give people, you know, that opportunity is to be the best athlete they can. All right, uh, this is the
0: Tuesday point here on KPOV. We're speaking with Pat. Adabo of Oregon Adaptive Sports about the importance of their work and uh, providing access to outdoors and outdoor activities uh, for people of all abilities here in Central Oregon and focusing on people uh, uh, with disabilities. Also talking about their fundraiser coming up with the Big Stock Fundraiser with Bob Weir, September 10th at uh, Hoodoo, uh, bigstockfundraiser.org. So we've got your website up, which is just this beautiful website with this, like, screen after screen of all of these ways these events coming up and the different uh the different uh, cycling mountain biking golf all the kinds of things you have going on so if you want to just talk about what's coming up yeah. be another thing to do yeah
1: yeah definitely uh we are are full on in the swing of summer programs our summer season officially runs from memorial day through labor day and we have really two big uh Buckets of programming. We have community programs and we have custom programs. So community programs are open to all people, certainly a focus on people with disabilities, but we sometimes have other folks show up uh, and they are regularly offered free of charge opportunities to just get outside and get moving. So twice a week we have a cycling opportunity at Pine Nursery Park, Wednesday evenings and Saturday mornings. We have a once monthly golf clinic at Aubrey Glen Golf Club. And we do alternating Tuesdays of hiking and cycling. And that program primarily serves people with visual impairments. I have a, a while I'm sitting here talking to you guys, the rest of my team is down in Sun River uh, tandem biking right now with, I think, four or five folks uh, with visual impairments riding the bike paths down there. So they're out having a blast, uh, enjoying this perfectly sunny day in central Oregon. So all of that's going on every week, three or four days a week. We have those community programs. And then we also, also offer those custom programs that's primarily focused around mountain biking. So similar to our ski program where you sign up for a private lesson and we give you that one-on-one instruction like, like me and that athlete I was talking about, we did the same thing for mountain biking. We have six different adaptive mountain bikes and plus a tandem mountain bike in our uh, warehouse up in the north end of town. And we have a, a few instructors and volunteers that provide those one-on-one lessons. So Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays, you can actually book a private mountain bike lesson with us. And we'll take you out some of the Phil's trails or other central Oregon trails and, and teach you how to use the bikes, get you outside, find that, find that freedom of being out in the woods and just taking in the, the scent of the pines, the sound of the trails, the tires on the dirt. Um, so that's uh, some of the big stuff we have gone on every single week. And then we have a bunch of different events. So in the past, we s- supported 25 athletes at the pole pedal paddle this year. That's one of our favorite highlights of the year. We had a big ski and bike camp in April Um, And we have a a bunch of other things coming up this fall, uh, including a partnership with Craig Hospital, which is the nation's leading Uh, Neurological Traumatic Brain and Spinal Cord Injury uh, Rehabilitation Facility. They're based in Denver and they'll be sending a group to us at the end of uh, September for a full week of mountain biking. Uh, So lots of stuff on our calendar. Our website, OregonAdaptiveSports.org is the best place to go. We, We spend a lot of time keeping that updated. So if you are a person with a disability and are interested in participating, check it out. That's where all the events are and information on how to register, how to sign up. Or if you're interested in volunteering, that's also the best place to go. Uh, there's a whole information on how to volunteer. And we have the world's greatest volunteers. And uh, I'm sure we overlap, and I know I'm talking to another <laughs> nonprofit here, but I will I will put ours up against yours and um, some of the most amazing people. Fortunately, we share some of them. So I think we that, do. that yeah, that's uh, right. uh, makes it uh, a fair statement. But um, we wouldn't we wouldn't exist or be able to do the work that we do without all of that help. So we had... Well, I think it was thirty three hundred hours of volunteer service just this past winter wow. season uh, up on the mountains. So, super fun group to be involved with. So, um, whether you are interested in participating or have a family member, please check us out on our
2: website. Same as volunteering. No- uh, I- yeah, nothing nothing appeals to people more than empowerment. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Our volunteers often, you know, come back and say, well. They feel like it's unfair because they feel like they're having the most fun, but it's it's always mutual. We all have a great time. Yeah, so yeah,
0: here's to the amazing volunteers, right? <laughs> for for you guys, for us, for Absolutely. all of the nonprofits in Michigan. It's a it's an incredible group of people. Um, so uh, you want to give a quick rundown? We've got a,
1: about a minute or so left. Quick rundown on your uh, funders are coming up, and yeah, yeah. So again, September tenth. Uh, I think it's the 13th big stock event at Hoodoo. Uh starts at two o'clock. Tickets are $120 featuring none other than the amazing Bob Weir and tickets are going fast. I heard that already 25% of the tickets have been sold, maybe more. That was last week sometime. So get them, get them now, bigstockfundraiser.org proceeds to support our mission Um, If you have questions, go to the website. We actually don't organize the event. We'll be there uh, in force with some volunteers, but there's all sorts of FAQs and people to contact if you have some questions. Bigstockfundraiser.org. All right, great. Thank you so much, Pat Adobo of Oregon
0: Adaptive Sports, oregonadaptivesports.org. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. Right on, right on. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks all you do. All right. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the High Desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, go to kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.